Yeah, no, I'd be lying to you guys if I said I didn't expect this. Um, you know, I've tried warning you guys, all right? This Astros team is superior. Not significantly, but they're definitely superior to where you really shouldn't disagree with that. Um, and tonight they showed why. So we're going to talk about it in episode 420 here. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. You're listening to episode 420 of the podcast. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA now, too. Yanks every series, Knicks every game, MMA on occasion. However, we are doing Yanks episodes for every single playoff game. And tonight was game one of the ALCS. The Yankees traveled to Houston. After having the, um, after wrapping up the ALDS game five last night, they got no break because Rob Manfred is a is an incompetent um, dweeb. Try not to curse, and so the Yankees had to travel to Houston right away, and they got there at two in the morning, and they played like it. Um, that sounded like an excuse, and I swear I wasn't trying to make an excuse there. The Yankees played flat, so the Yanks dropped the ALCS opener in Houston. Um, and it, let's talk about it. Uh, it was a 4-2 game. All right, so it was close. Um, top of the second, Bader homers. Bottom of the second, they answer back. Maldonado doubles. It's 1-1. Bottom of the sixth, Gurriel and McCormick go yard. 3-1 Houston. 4-1 to one Houston after a Pena home run later. And in the 8th inning, a Rizzo home run makes it 4-2. But who cares? The Yankees lose. But tonight it was Jamison Tyone going up against Justin Verlander. And I, I guess we'll start by saying the Yankees really had a shot. Despite you know all that we just said. Houston having just being a step above the Yankees. And the Yankees heading into this one right off a tough game 5. Despite all that. The Yankees were right there. They had a shot tonight against Justin Verlander. They had him on the ropes early. Um, his pitch count was getting very high in the first three or four innings. Harrison Bader then gets the big home run in the second inning. That was huge. I almost lost my voice off of one scream there. Um, but then you flop. You flop from there. And the turning point to me of this game and I'm going to try to make this episode quick because I'm tired and I have the Knicks game to, to watch, the DVR'd version, because as I speak, it's technically past midnight, October 20th on a Thursday. Um, but then you flop in that third inning, and that was the turning point, the third inning. Anthony Rizzo draws a one-out walk. You get the mound visit out to Justin Verlander. Giancarlo Stanton comes up to the plate and he doubles the other way. You have first and third for Josh Donaldson, who was, and each day passes by, I feel more and more like an idiot. He was my X factor for the postseason. I I thought he was going to do big things. Donaldson comes up with first and third, and he just completely changes the energy, the momentum of this game. With one of the most pathetic, worst three-pitch strikeouts I have ever seen. And they were all 
him hacking. Absolutely abominable at bat by Donaldson. Matt Carpenter takes the plate next with a an almost just as pathetic strikeout to end the inning. And from there it just felt like Houston was just had just had the edge. Verlander from there goes on an absolute tear, just mows everybody down. Literally, I believe he retired every single Yankee the rest of the way he was in the game. He ends up going six innings, three hits, one run, 11 strikeouts. Just bitched the Yankees. Um, the Yankees struck out 17 times tonight. Do you know how much the Astros struck out? The Astros struck out two times tonight as a team. The Yankees, 17. The Astros batted 233, which may not seem great. The Yankees batted 152 tonight. Absolutely 100% horrendous. The Yankees play scared every time they play this team. They just don't look like they have the balls, man. Tired at-bats all night long. Just terrible. And Josh Donaldson cannot play any longer. He cannot start any longer. I don't understand why these stubborn mental cases in the front office, or if it's Boone, whoever it is, who's making these incompetent decisions, I don't get why they continue to run this guy out there day after day after day after day since the second game of the season, he's been garbage meat. Because he did have the walk-off on opening day. He has been garbage meat. Don't tell me you have to play him because of his contract. Don't tell me you have to play him because he's a veteran. That is bullshit. That is optics. How about playing the best possible solution? Something that's going to get you some upside. Also, Matt Carpenter, his little Linsanity run, that's gone. That's over with. The magic has worn off. The guy is awful up there. He's totally washed. I think in six at-bats now this playoffs, I think he's had six at-bats, and I believe he's striking out in every single one of them. And they've all been non-competitive, awful strikeouts. So I don't want to see Josh Donaldson in the lineup tomorrow. I don't want to see Matt Carpenter in the lineup tomorrow against a lefty. There is zero excuse to have any of them in there. Peraza who's on the roster, better start playing. He better be at shortstop starting tomorrow. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, he should be at third base. And Donaldson and Carpenter better not see a single at-bat. I mean, it was just one of the most horrendous offensive efforts you will see in a postseason game. But what's worse, that none of that is shocking. None of that really shocked me because I know that Houston puts the bat on the ball. I know that Houston has guys who can hit at a high clip. And I also know that the Yankees do not put the bat on the ball. The Yankees do not have many guys that can hit at a high clip. We say this every season. 
Every day of every season, every postseason, every postseason game, every offseason, we talk about it. Every single second we talk about the Yankees here in this show, this is always a topic I am bringing up. The nerds love walks. They love home runs. They don't care about batting average or about hitting with runners in scoring position. They don't care if you strike out. Nope. But what does that get the Yankees every single year? It gives you no-show performances against playoff pitching just like this. These are important games, and because the Yankees have this ridiculous philosophy, that's the way they build their roster, and they put out performances like this in the playoffs. That's not going to work. What's also not going to work is Aaron Judge just being absolutely diabolical up there at the plate. He's been an abomination himself. Horrendous at the plate. Now, he made an excellent catch. I should bring that up to save the game early on. He made a tremendous catch that could have been a a double or more in the gap issued by Tyone. Judge saved them early. But he has got to start hitting. And we can't keep saying that six games in now, it's been more than that because his entire career, he's not hit in the playoffs. Let's be honest. I think he's soft. I think he's mentally weak. I think he's just too nice. Like, he does not have what it, it doesn't seem like he has that it factor in the clutch. It doesn't seem like he's got what it takes to strap up and mash when it matters most. I never thought he was a clutch player. And I don't count regular season shit as clutch. He's a 220 postseason hitter lifetime, guys. I get it. The 60-something home runs. Great. 62. Love it. But that's gone. We're in the playoffs now. You're the guy. You got to keep doing that. Or at least be good. Be existent. You don't have to be on that pace again. But can you hit decently? Can you get on base? Can you bring some production? You can't be striking out all the time. You can't be putting up these offers. Every game we play is one is is one more closer than our final to our final game here. We gotta go. We gotta go. We're now three and three this playoffs. Can't win a World Series playing five hundred ball. The positives, there are some other guys heating up. You know, Rizzo keeps raking, that's great. Bader as well, the dude is so cool. But it's not just those two right now. Stanton's starting to heat up, that's great. IKF's been hitting pretty decently, great. Everybody else, though, no. I like Jose Trevino has been a laughable joke. He's been a bum this postseason at the plate. Matt Carpenter, Donaldson, we just talked about them. They're both washed. We said that. Glaber, pathetic. Does not walk enough, nor hit enough, nor get on base enough. And now he's leading off? Pathetic. Such an awful swing. I don't want him leading off. Cabrera looks completely overmatched out there. Didn't play tonight. But, again, it has to come down to Aaron Judge. He is the guy. He is the one who turned down a big contract at the start of the year. He's got to produce. And I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not jerking off to that meaningless regular season home run record anymore. You know, are we still doing that? Is that what we're still doing? Or are we ready to talk big boy talk? Playoff baseball. The real thing. You guys let me know. Um, Jamison Tyone. He was very good tonight. 
And and I tip my cap to Tyone. Jameson Tyone gets our tip of the cap tonight. Four and a third innings, one run. I thought this guy was going to give up bombs. I honestly did. I thought Houston was going to tag him. I did not trust him. I was nervous every pitch he threw. He hung some curveballs. He gave up some hard contact, no doubt. But for four-plus innings, he kept the Yankees in the game. Four to third innings, one run, no strikeouts, but managed to get through it. Despite seven base runners, he managed to get out of it. Three extra base hits. He still managed to have a, a decent outing. I mean, you can't have Tyone match Verlander into the fifth inning, have Verlander near 100 pitches after four innings, do nothing with it, and expect to win. That was it. They needed to capitalize there, and they did not. It was the third inning. So now they continue their buck 60 hitting postseason, six games in, and their 200-something batting average with runners in scoring position, six games in, and their double-digit strikeouts per game average, horrendous. They got to continue going about that way. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. This team, every time they play us, they have this big 14 strikeout performance where they let up five hits or less. They, they pitched a no-hitter against us before this year. Every time the Yankees go to Houston, they, they, they fold, they play scared, and they just don't have it. But back to Tyone, yeah, I, I thought Jamison Tyone was fine. I, I thought he should have stayed in the game a little longer, honestly. I, I did. 67 pitches with one out into the fifth. Pulled. Pulled. Now, I didn't love it, but again, I was saying all game long how Tyon was just a ticking time bomb with the amount of contact he was giving up. However, I was at least hoping for one of our top guns to come into the game after. And if you did not catch this game, for whatever reason, if you did not catch it, I shit you not, the man goes with Clark Schmidt again to get the big outs. He did it the other night, and he did it again tonight. Boone and his overmanaging struck again. Now, Clark Schmidt initially gets the big double play and escapes the jam in the fifth inning. But Numbnuts Boone kept him in for the sixth, and then he started getting shelled. A home run to Gurriel, a home run to McCormick, and all of a sudden, a one nothing Yankees lead becomes a 3-1 to Houston lead. I mean, how little of a brain do you have to have to put Clark Schmidt, a double-A pitcher, into a 1-1 playoff game against the Astros? And let me be clear. Okay, this isn't some, you know, stereotypical, ah, this guy sucks, why him rant. No, Clark Schmidt, decent stuff, but he's literally a minor league pitcher who the Yankees did not call up until late in the season. And when they did, they used him sporadically and in middle to low leverage spots. He was not a part of the team this season. And when he was used, he was not a primary, nor was he a secondary option. 
He was part of the D squad of the bullpen. He wasn't used often. Mop up, low leverage, three run games, throw him in late against the A's. You know, something like that. He wasn't often used as a go-to. All of a sudden, he's used as a go-to two times in six playoff games. I just... So I ask again. I ask again. How little of a brain must you have to go to Clark Schmidt in a spot like this during a game like this? Unfreaking believable Oh, and it's not over yet. That guy, Frankie Montas, remember that guy, the dumpster juice that Cashman wasted all of his top-end pitching prospects for at the deadline? The guy who sucked for the Yankees, got injured, missed over a month? A starting pitcher, I, I, I remind you. His first appearance since September 16th came tonight. Out of the bullpen. In a 3-1 playoff game late. I mean, it's just, it, it's its absolutely remarkable at this point how any human being could feel anything but disgust with this bozo cupcake who calls himself a manager. And if we're going to talk about, you know, the, the, the nerd mentality of this team and the organization, they always want to talk about home field advantage not being real. The Yankees are now 1-7 in Houston during the playoffs. That's pretty bad. You can just see it, man. They play this team in their stadium. They just don't have that factor. And Houston has the edge. Houston feeds off of their crowd, man. Their crowd gets their team going. They get big hits. The Yankees just don't ever win in Houston. It's a mental thing. It is a mental thing. You have to win tomorrow now. You cannot lose both road games to start off here. No, not at all. So tomorrow, you've got to win that game. Tonight would have been great to steal, but I understand it, and I didn't expect them to win. But tomorrow, you got Severino on the mound. Severino has got to step up, and he can't get off to another slow start and grind his way there, and we'll call it a decent outing. No, he's got to turn in an actual great start. And Aaron Judge, again, I say, he has got to get it going. So do the other guys. But you're the guy on the team. You're the number one guy. You're due for a big paycheck. Really show them why. But that's it, man. That's all I got. I'm not going to waste any time. Let's get to break. Come back. We'll wrap it up with the trivia question of the day. Stay with us. BRB. Hey, guys. So if you are a listener of the podcast often and you want to know where to find me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at BD4. You can find me on Twitter at BD4Pod, and you can also find me on Instagram at Rob J. Carbone. BD4 is located on many different platforms. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and if you do there, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. You can listen to it on Spotify, but you can also watch the podcast on both Spotify and YouTube. BD4 is available on many other platforms as well. All you got to do is search it up. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and much more. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. You're listening to episode 420 of the podcast. Let's get to the question of the day to wrap this up. 
All right. True or false? Here for episode 420. Our NYYNYK MMA question of the day. Is it true or false? After winning the 2009 World Series, the Yankees failed to reach 95 wins for three straight seasons. True or false? After winning the 2009 World Series, the Yankees failed to reach 95 wins for three straight seasons. Let me know the answer wherever you can reach me. If you get the answer correct, I'll give you a shout out in the next episode. If you don't get it correct, but you at least attempt to guess the answer, then I'll let you know what the answer is in the next show. So one last time, one final time, our NYYNYK MMA question of the day is, true or false, after winning the 2009 World Series, the Yankees failed to reach 95 wins for three straight seasons. True or false? Guys, that's it. I appreciate you stopping by. Episode 420 is in the books. Going to be doing Knicks in episode 421. That should be out either Thursday or Friday morning, the very latest. All right. So this episode, as you are listening, will be out Thursday. Thursday, the 20th is when this episode 420 will be out. As for 421, that should be out Thursday or Friday morning, the latest. The 21st. Thanks, guys. I'll see you in the next one. Hopefully, hopefully, we can get this series tied. If not, the Yankees are deep shit. (laughs) I'm going Sunday to game four. So, let's hope they at least have one or two wins by then. Alright, guys. Thanks. This episode was brought to you by Anchor. Anchor. 